Racers and Rental Cars Podcast with your host, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Bray, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Keep on till they can't ignore you. Put it up for the Wigan Warriors. Hey, Cam. Hello. Hello. For our listeners, this is our take two. And no, it is not at Panera Bread. And it's not take two Tuesday either. Oh my God, I hate it when we have technical difficulties. But hey, we're recording a podcast. An amateur podcast that I think is professional. We did crack the top 20. Just saying. But... How we did it with this equipment? Don't know. Just don't know. Don't know how we pulled it off. Cam, dude. I was, Hi, all, I was all fired up. West Coast Cam. Ready to go. Knocked out that first intro. Look up on the screen. And the screen's looking back at me. And there's no lights on it. It's just sitting there looking at me. And I kind of feel like... um an idiot. Hey, you said it, not me. Where's your comment? Where's your comment at? Last last show, I got names wrong this week. I'm still waiting to see if you screw that up this time, so I'm not going to say it yet. How many episodes have we done? Eight. <laughs> it kind of seems like it, the way we're screwing this well, up. Well, I mean, well, let me, let me rephrase the question. Let me ask you this. How many have we done, or how many have we attempted to record? Because that's two different numbers. Oh, most certainly is, and our number that we've attempted to record just went up by one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's in the triple digits, and uh, released versions are uh, still in the you know, 50-ish range. The, wor- the worst part about it is, is that I'm the one over here with it on my screen, and I still don't know why it quit working. Because you're too busy looking at yourself. Yeah, because I... Because you're wearing your awesome Racers and Rental Cards hoodie and your Don's Rant t-shirt. That's right. For all those of you at home that can close your eyes and imagine me in a black hoodie (laughs) with a Racers and Rental Cards logo on the front of it, and underneath that black hoodie is a black t-shirt with hashtag Don's Rant. He's he's a race car driver. What what do you want to bet his his closet looks like? Black t-shirts, black hoodies. (laughs) Black shorts, black pants. That's it, baby. But yet, homeboy tries to, you know, spice it up and, and buy fucking white Beats by Dre or whatever those things are on your head. What's wrong with my headphones? <laughs> I don't know. You look like cool Dr. Money, man. It's cool. I, I like look it. like cool Doc who? Is that no. like a West Coast rapper? <clears throat> yeah, something like that. Or from Australia? But I was so jealous. I, I'll admit, I was, I'm was i so jealous sitting here that I just ordered some on Amazon so I could be like Don O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Next yeah, week, coming to you. I'll be here tomorrow at 3 o'clock. <laughs> Next week, coming live from Huntington Beach, the headphone boys. Wicka, wicka, wicka. Wicka, wicka, wicka. staring at my headphones here. Oh, my God. Dude. I guess let's try to call up our guest again since she's probably hates us and isn't going to answer. Yeah, no kidding, right? She's going, sorry, leave your name and number at the beep, idiot. Beep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're coming off PRI. 
and we went ahead and was lucky enough to score a big social media influencer in the marketing world, motorsports, and we're going to be blessed with her presence from Crank It Media, Jeanette. Jeanette, are you there? I am back. I am, I back. am here. <laughs> and answering. The proverbial dumpster fire rolls on. <laughs> Please leave a message. No, I'm just kidding. No kidding. Hey, it wouldn't be the first time. I'm just <laughs> God, no. It happens, man. Technology, a blessing and a curse. Oh, my what, what would Brett Kepner do? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Yeah, he got us, too. Who is, who is this? <laughs> man, that was an awesome interview, but then we got disconnected, and so we had to, like, splice together, and I called him back, and he's like, Hello? Who's this? <laughs> and he really <laughs> had me convinced. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, well, Jeanette, let's try again. Why don't you give us your 30 seconds to tell (laughs) all of our listeners, including those in Australia? Yes, I'm shouting out to you because you bombarded our inbox because we didn't drop an episode this week. I swear you people in Australia don't have anything better to do than listen to us. All you do is drink cars because it's the racing season. I actually have some Australians lined up. I hear you. Well. There, they're bombarding my inbox telling me I suck because we didn't do an episode last week. So, spades a spade, Don. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Listen here, Huntington Beach. All right, Jeanette, break it down for us. Sure. So, Jeanette Desjardins, I own Card Chicks. Card Chicks is premier motorsports organization for women. We advertise for women in motorsports and the automotive industry. We also travel the country and we host ladies-only drag races. About two years ago, we started to do this transition where we started offering things called like Battle of the Sexes and opening it up to junior dragsters and then some. Um, in between, like we did about six ladies-only drag races this past year. In between those events, we actually travel the country to other racetracks to support their events and to promote what we're doing with their little merchandise trailer. Uh, it's super cute with my dog, Hazy Pute. Hazy poo. Um, yes, we did about 40 events this year and just coming off PRI. So we've been doing that for about 10 years. Uh, about eight years ago, I, we only, or I only use social media to advertise, uh, car chicks and what we we're doing and trying to connect women and, uh, reaching out to people. And we started growing really fast online. So right now, Facebook, we have over a hundred thousand fans. Uh, we're on, you know, we're on Instagram, Twitter, we're on YouTube, things like that. And so companies started seeing us growing really fast. And they said, hey, can you do that for my company? And I said, and I was like, well, what do you do? And they're like, well, I own a machine tool shop or I own a manufacturing company or I own a music venue. And so I said, well, yeah, you know, I'll give it a shot. And so that's how Crank It Media started. And so now we uh, it's a full internet marketing company. Most of our clients are in the motorsports, automotive, and entertainment industries. And so that is where are they we're all at. women? No. <laughs> it's actually mostly men. <laughs> they seem to need more help than we do. Burn. No, I'm just it's kidding. It's a true story. <laughs> it is a true, true story. <laughs> I'm just so. kidding. There goes that whole technology thing. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Suddenly it but. stopped recording again. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Is this thing on? <laughs> what? Are you there? Hello? McFly? McFly? <laughs> well, Jeanette, you've been doing it for a while, and obviously you found your niche. Uh, in your background, 
you didn't say anything about what you used to do before you you did or you're doing what you're doing now. You've fallen into this groove of social media or consulting, leading people in the marketing world, or or I should say leading companies through the marketing world. What did you do prior to uh, finding your uh, home away from home now? Sure. So, um, I don't know. I was always, uh, I guess I was like the troubled teen. I was a huge tomboy. I played a lot of basketball and I had hair that looked like Dennis Rodman. And somehow in the mix of that, I decided I liked cars. And I actually started going to automotive school when I was about like 16 years old. Uh, I started working at Quick Lubes, then moved up to like Ma and Pa shops. Um, some garages I worked at, I was one of the only people that spoke English, which is pretty impressive. I know a lot of bad words in Spanish. I know a lot of hand gestures. And then I started going to working at dealerships and how I got into drag racing is actually kind of funny. Um, I went to volunteer for an event called Real Street Drags. And what's funny about that is it was, it was an event that was created to encourage kids to not race on the street and to race at the track. And this was like way before, you know, all this huge no prep craze now. Um, but what's really funny about that is the guy that actually started that program, I saw him like years later on an episode of Street Outlaws. So I'm <laughs> just a little confused. And it seems that he is too. But anyway, so I went up there to, <laughs> I went up to there to volunteer and like this really bad storm came in. And so I didn't know what to do. I just ran into the bar like I'm going to die. I'm going to die with a cold one. And I started talking to this. Yeah, I started talking to this older guy about his car. And uh, it turns out he owned Great Lakes Dragway or he was one of the owners. He offered me a job. And so I actually got hired to bartend there. And I bartended this one day for like maybe two hours. And this kid in the staging lanes had some kind of nervous breakdown or something and quit. <laughs> and so uh, this Italian well, hey, guy, drag racers, we're all stable. Just, yeah, I mean. Just throw that out there. We're all stable. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was a bracket race. That means anything. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Even better. They're all stable. So all of a sudden, this Italian guy rolls up on a golf cart and says, get on the golf cart. He hands me a walkie-talkie, throws me in the staging lanes, just says, pull out cars. And so I did that at, for five and a half years. Um, and, like, Great Lakes Railway is open every day except Monday. Like, that was my full-time gig in college. And so I ended up going to university. I was going to school for marketing. Um, I ended up getting, I don't know, a couple job offers before I walked across stage. And I took this one in Chicago. I left Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where they have beer, cheese, and mad cow disease. And I came to Chicago, um, where they have high taxes and high crime rates. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yes, I worked for a manufacturing company for about <clears throat> six years as a marketing coordinator. And about two years ago, I quit corporate life and I just work for myself so I travel the country doing the drag strip stuff and then during the week in my RV I'm designing and building websites and running social media programs what you live in your RV well no I have a house but oh I mean, I've, this is the longest I'm going to be home I'm going to be home like I leave January 20th and then I'll be on the road for about a month and then I'll come back for a couple of weeks then be on the road for another month and then probably about May until November it's every weekend so I'm lucky if I will be able to come home like one or two days and like, you know, you come home, you have to empty the rig, you got to like, you know, dump the RV, you got to refuel everything. I got to stock my merchandise trailer. And then I still have these things at home, like 
bills. I got to clean. You know, I do have a significant <laughs> other that would probably like to see me, you know, more than hi, bye, as I'm running out the door to do something. And um, yeah, that's that's life. You don't go with you? He has like a real job? He has a real job. Yeah, he's got this. Uh, he's a uh, fabricator. So he actually oh, okay, builds, cool. um, he builds like show cars that would go to like SEMA, World of Wheels, things like that. Wasn't a procharged. Uh, <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> it was not, but we are very well aware of that uh, vehicle. <laughs> it was the Black Willies. No, I would say he, he built a strong cage. If someone, <laughs> if someone, could, if someone could slip that guy in one of our business cards. I mean, I could refer him to somebody yeah. to get there something fixed. No, that's cool that you. So you like, I just totally off topic, but like you drive the rig yourself and. Yep. and do all that? That's freaking yep, rad. Me, me and my dog. It's, uh, <laughs> it's nice. I actually just got, I had like a little like 25 footer like mini Winnie. And so everyone would make, because yeah. I'm 5'2 and I've got a mini Winnie with like a midget trailer on the back. It's kind of <laughs> hilarious. Um, I did upgrade to something just a little bit bigger with a slide out. So I'm looking forward to that. Having more room nice. and a b- bigger refrigerator, which comes in handy at the racetrack. All right. Yeah. So you got to tell us what kind of RV did you get? I got a Winnebago Outlook. What year? Oh, yeah. It's like a new one. Like new, new. Like brand new. Yeah. Yeah. Baby, baby got commas and zeros. Damn. <laughs> well, the yeah. best the best part about it is, is if you're significant. House. Yeah. The significant. <laughs> you live in California. Don't get carried away. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Well, My, the RV is probably bigger than your house. It's, it's true story. It might true be. Story. I'm it sure it's be. over 1,200 square feet. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, if your significant other ever kicks you out, at least you got a place to live. That's what I said. You know, I'm like, if the, the Illinois taxes get too more outrageous, like, just take the house. We'll sleep in the RV, and the bank can't catch us. They can't find us, right? No, That's just right. <laughs> right. Keep this mud get rolling. Get yourself a P.O. box back in Milwaukee. And right. What a rip. <laughs> Look, I can tell you that that whole life, I did that completely off topic. I did that for a couple of years, living in an RV or a living quarters trailer, when in the army, traveling every weekend all over. It paid. It just didn't make sense to have a you know a place, to, you know, house or whatever. To oh man, that's uh, it has its moments. I feel like sometimes I want to go back to that. Because you want to talk about being simple, you don't have room for any extra stuff. You keep right. what you need and you throw everything else away. I knew a guy that was, he used to race off road and I went to school with him and he wanted to race so bad and, you know, he's in college or whatever. So his parents wanted to like help him buy a house or whatever, but instead he conned him into letting him buy him a toter home and he lived in the driveway, like when he was home (laughs) and literally lived in the motor home. He's like, why do I need to live in the house? I'll just live in this thing. Then I had another buddy, I had another buddy, actually I'm related to him now because my cousin married him. Um, my buddy Nick, he lived in the in the driveway of his parents of his parents' house in the motorhome too. Nice. Loved it. It was awesome. Like when you're younger, like <laughs> dude, it's rad. You don't have a curfew. You don't got nothing. You just whatever. <laughs> yeah, because that's what Great. life's all about is having a curfew. <laughs> well, when you're like 17, and yeah, it was cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 our it's when. When you're in the middle, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, you guys know, because you're, you're racers. I mean, it's, 
between like May and October, it just kind of gets, it gets really crazy. Everyone's like, wow, it's so cool. Every weekend at the racetrack, you're always on the road and you get see all this cool stuff. I'm like, I, I see one cornfield to another and yeah. sometimes it just, it's a lot of work. You get tired, man. I see, I you know, see the airport, the hotel and the racetrack. Right. And I, I had this ongoing joke with the Emily team because we always, we always pitted next to them. And I used to always talk to them and be like, Hey guys, how's your asphalt looking here? Oh, it looks just as good as it did in Chicago or just as good as it did in Orlando. Right. Yeah, yeah, same over here. Yeah, you just see yeah. another piece of asphalt. Yeah. So, <laughs> but back is. to the more interesting stuff. What, um, what would you say is your busiest portion of your business? Like what, what's the most sought after? Like when people call you for your services or whatever, like what is it? Social media, website? your promotions sure so um the social media thing seems to be pretty steady but right now we have this huge rush for websites it's the end of the year people want to kick off the new year like you know new year new me and maybe they you know they're putting out their new budgets for the following year so the websites seem to be um pretty big right now i i I can't tell you how many estimates and you know conference calls i had like leading up to pri even at pri people talk to me about them and i'm like you know the time is now because i'm going to get on the road you know what's going to happen this is what's going to happen they're all going to come back at the same time because they were screwing around and dragging their feet and then they want it all done like yesterday you know by five right right i had believe it or not i had someone someone reach well i had these are two different stories. I had someone reach out to me like the week of PRI, meaning Monday, you know, when it like I'm going there on Wednesday, show starts on Thursday, Monday, reach out to me and asking me if I could do a website and throw together a marketing deck for them. <laughs> for PRI. Sure. Yeah. Yep. For PRI. Uh, 2020. Hey, I'm ready for you. <laughs> right. I had, <laughs> I had of, someone. You ever heard that before? <laughs> Oh my God. I had someone actually ask me to do something similar last year. And you know what? I, I'll be honest. I charged them three times much for like this crazy rush. I'll stay up all night and do it. Um, and I did it and they got it and they were happy. But this time we had, I was talking at two different seminars. I had to be there at 7am. I had to be up at 4am to like eat and like do hair and makeup. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to pull like multiple all nighters. And just because of your lack of planning. Um, so I said after PRI, I said, absolutely, you know, That's happy to do it. Lack of, lack of planning doesn't constitute as an emergency on my part. Right. And I think from like a marketing standpoint, like if you're putting together a marketing deck, you don't want to rush that. That's not something Bingo. you should rush. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What? On, on a, on a PRI subject, since you both were there, how many, how many champions jackets did you see within the last millennium? And did we counting. have any? Did we have any unique, unique uh, standouts? Like, did anybody wear their fire suit? You see driving shoes a lot, but did anybody? I did not see anybody in their fire suit this year. I looked. I looked for that young kid, and I did not see him. I saw a couple questionable uh, shoe choices, which you do every year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's like, yeah. 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 We could get that's a whole nut that needs to be like another whole podcast. We could do that just on the tire. My my wife has one guy that she always looks for and it's the one I guy, saw that guy. The Mohawk rooster, guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Rooster and he lives over here too, I think. Yeah, she this so uh, this is like her 
So her first like trip to India it wasn't PRI, it was IMIS, I believe, I, and she'll probably get mad, but I'm pretty sure I'm close. I think it was in 14, so this is like her fifth year, and she's taken her picture with him every year for the last five years, and so she didn't find him until Saturday this year, so she was pretty upset. She was like, he, he's not here. I'm like, he's here. You just haven't he's seen here. him yet. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's go. Let's roll with that on the social media side. You're talking about the websites. Um, real quick, give five things that all racers should be doing in the digital. You've already said website, so so let's what what's I got to count and bust out the digits. Yeah, bust sure out the digits. <laughs> so is Cam. He's doing it too. We, yeah, right. I just took my socks off. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> We can go up. We can go up to ten. 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 Jesus. Sorry. I had to carry uh, the two. And oh. I was going to say, because he teaches shop class, yeah. maybe cut. <laughs> got a couple missing. We can only go to eight. It, it's, it's pretty touch and go sometimes. <laughs> pretty touch and go sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Cam's, oh, an, Cam's an expert in the ratio mixing department. Yeah. <laughs> only only one student drew blood this semester, which is good. There you go. That's good. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So let me try to even think of five things like website, social media, social media, like to not make it so generalized, um, you know, be authentic, have video, video, video goes so far right now and is so much more engaging. Um, the Facebook lives are great. The, um, like when you talk about like, like doing Facebook stories or Instagram, I think it's really important to like humanize your brand and show people like the behind the scenes of like, say you're a race team, like what happens behind the scenes? Everyone sees, everyone sees like, you know, wow, there's a car pulling up. It's going straight down the track. Yeah. Doing the burnout, going down the track, pulls the chute. What is so hard about that? Well, there's so much stuff that goes in behind the scenes, like getting to the track, preparing at the track, like, you know, yeah, well, (laughs) uh, Proper staging practice. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> but you know what people don't see is that, I mean, how hey, many times have been the well track? within the rules. <laughs> how many times have you actually been at the racetrack where, like, a team is breaking down their motor, pulling out the trans at 3 o'clock in the morning? Like, they don't understand that or see that happening, you know? No, for sure. And then, you know, we're watching somebody chase their awning down the down the middle of the pits because the wind catches it. I think that's that usually is always a good time in Denver. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. No, and content, I was watching, uh, I guess the new thing now on Instagram is the carousel. It's carousel posting. And it's, to me. I don't it, like it. I, I'm I'm looking at it. I, and I have no problem admitting it. I'm working this week at trying to figure out an easy way to make that work. Uh you know, for a busy lifestyle. And so far I can't get it done. So, uh, not feeling comfortable about it, but the Instagram stories and, and so forth, you know, getting the right hashtags and just being out there and, you know, posting twice a day and, and so forth. Those things are huge. Um, what about what not to post? So, you know, being out, you know, at 2.30 in the morning and, you know, some of the some of the camaraderie, camaraderie is like, you know, it is appropriate, but it's not appropriate. And then, you know, if you're if you're just out late all night, I mean, just trying to make it to the show at 8 o'clock in the morning with, you know, 
blood soaked eyes and flush in the face and trying to approach your sponsors <laughs> for, you know, getting some money for the following day. And, you know, the evidence is right there. And sometimes you don't like, you know, hey, we've all had a couple too many drinks. Like you don't want to wake up the next morning and not remember exactly what you posted. Or some of the things like, you know, I, I try not to post anything really personal on my pages. Um, just enough to like, you know, people know I have a dog. People know I live in Chicago. You know, people obviously know I'm going to see my family for Christmas. But, you know, if Sally over there like screws me over there, you know, you see that you see that a lot. So I think people just need to pay more attention to what they do post. Um, just be more responsible about your actions. I mean, the Internet's written in pen. You know, there's this beautiful thing called screenshots and um, it could come come back to haunt you, you know. I like to use the example when, you know, you were talking about maybe it was in the first recording or it was the second recording. <laughs> I can't remember which one. Um, but Don, you were talking, we were talking about, um, the incident with your uh, front tires on one of your race cars at the PRI show. Um, it's like the tire, the tire debate. We talk about this all the time. You know, one person's team Hoosier, one person's team Mickey Thompson. Well, here's the crack up. It's like all the people that talk shit on Hoosier or on Mickey's and vice versa. But then all of a sudden, Oh wait, two years down the road, they're trying to, you know, they lost their deal with X company. Now they're trying to get on the op competing company or same thing with oil valvoline lucas whatever right and it's like oh wait a minute so if i'm scrolling down your in your feed here oh uh two years ago you decided to say uh you know Hoosier sucks or mickey thompson sucks or whatever like like it's it's all fun and and fun and games until you want to get something from that company right. <clears throat> well, you know what's interesting this was actually kind of brought up in one of the seminars i did where I, one of the girls actually gave it a suggestion for the opportunity of women in motorsports. I want to say it was Sarah, it was either Leah Pritchett or Sarah Burgess. And she was saying like, be, be aware of your surroundings when you're at these trade shows. So I see my buddy Don over here and be like, Hey Don, let's take a picture. Right. And I'm trying to get sponsorship from say, uh, you know, Mickey Thompson, but in the background happens to be Hoosier. That's not going to be great. <laughs> like, so they're giving kind of examples like that about just, you know, be aware of your surroundings and like what you post online. You, you might not even notice it, you know? I just so. thought of something when I, when I did that. How about proper selfie uh, etiquette just in general? Like, just get it up a little higher so, you know, everybody doesn't have to have 14 chins, you know? It's like, yeah. <laughs> like a Chinese I don't know, telephone. I forget, there, was, there was somebody that, uh, I don't even know what it, I don't even know if it was in drag racing, but. Somebody, I was reading some journal or something, and it was like, oh, so-and-so just got promoted with X brand company, which doesn't matter for the story, but it's like they, you know, they have a picture of the person who got promoted and VP of whatever. And the guy's like got 19 chin. It was like, <laughs> they sent him a text message and said, hey man, uh, Take a we're photo. sitting on a press release. Can you shoot me a photo real quick? And he's like, <laughs> like, it's like, okay, so did you just make like the sound when he took the picture and sent him that like i uh, like the guy off men in black no but it's true like, <laughs> yeah like i mean okay yeah we all have a couple chins sometimes you know like it's it's fine like but just be conscious but like i said like uh, you're trying to get hoosier and mickey's in the background or you're trying to get whatever like people don't think that far right. and like, especially you know, like when they're intoxicated or, or whatever, like 
that makes it even worse at these trade shows. And I don't mind having a couple beers. No, I hell down no. to have a couple beers, but nothing's wrong with that. But maybe you should just like put your <laughs> yeah, look at you. Just put your phone down for some of these things, you know? Yes. So, Amen. Hey, I've got two for that. So one, like the whole background, you know, it's very true. Be aware of your surrounding. How about the people? And I, I love this that they like other things on social media. They click that like button and I sit there and I look through and let's say that it is, let's say it is Hoosier, right? We'll use two specifics. Let's say it's Hoosier and somebody's posting up about their Hoosier tires or their race car. They're making a post and you like it. You like their comment in their post and you're on Mickey's. And I'm like looking at it. I'm going, um, hey, Beavis, how about you go make a Mickey Thompson post? Just saying. Um, so that's, I always look at that. That always makes me smile or laugh. I'm like, no, don't do that. Don't, don't do, no, do not like somebody else's comment. I, yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty cautious about what, like, I mean, if you actually go on, well, if you go on my personal page, like I don't, I like really, I don't share much except if it's work related or industry related. Um, and like some of my friends have like, I have some pretty cool people on my, on my friends list that have these epic memes, man, where I'm like dying, choking on my beer, like, you know, watch it, but I can't share that stuff. And I might like, if I have your, you know, I might send you a text or something like, man, Bob, that was hilarious. You know, um, I have to watch like, you have to watch liking some of that stuff too. And then even if you like a certain, like, you know, page, I mean, it could just be, you know, innocent. It could be from like eight years ago that you like this where you didn't have, you know, a thought, a thought to, you know, even a career in motorsports or a career anywhere. But I mean, where do the whys? Like nowadays you're applying for a job. I mean, the first thing you're going to do is look you up online. We were doing that. I don't know. We were doing that like 12 years ago. My, my all time favorite social media no, no is for the, I don't know. Everybody calls me the millennial generation. I don't know if you guys have heard that word. Um, but <laughs> the generation that's a little bit older than me. <laughs> <laughs> like baby boomers yes that's the okay. one what oh, time <laughs> out generation x <laughs> don o'neill don o'neill um generation so, x maybe don's an exception to the rule but so like i guess it would be my parents age when they go to sign up for facebook or instagram or instagram took this feature off because i think it was getting too many people divorced but um they go, they sign up, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, Steve likes big butts and he cannot lie. Like, and it just like, it's <laughs> like, dude, come on. And, and you know, like, it's like the person that's doing it, like, like, oh, like they just don't know. You know what I mean? Like, right. and you feel terrible because you're like, oh, man, like, right. don't, don't do that. And there it is. You know, Steve likes unbelievablebods.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, That's oh, man. She's like, unbelievable. I, I like the song. I like the song. Yeah. She's unbelievable. And, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, nothing against what people like or whatever, but it's just like sometimes, like, you may offend somebody that could potentially be, you know, whatever, uh, you know, your sponsor or whatever, and, I mean, they might like little butts. I, you <laughs> they <know>. might <laughs> like little butts. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, God. That's funny. No, and it, it's so true. And so, like, that's why it's so hard. Like, you know, you be yourself and be authentic. Or do you, like, you know, just, um, is it, like, totally PC and uh, censored? It's it's hard. 
you know, and I, and I know a couple people actually have like two, two pages, like one for, you know, their personal, like real personal, and then one for their, you know, um, their industry or career people, but I don't have time for that. Like, so I just, no. I just don't post it. You know, I have yeah, a Snapchat with like a handful of people on there that like, but that's it. And I don't like make it public. Yeah. My opinion on that is like, if I feel like if you have to have two, you know, if you're like that public eyed style of person and you have to have two and you have to think about putting it on your public page and go and put it like, just don't post it. Just don't post Done. it. You like, don't have to post everything. Yeah, right. take that time and call the person or text the person or whatever. Like, you don't need to put it. Because like, if you only have your really good friends on that one or whatever, like your close your close inner circle, like, right. you probably just give them a holler. Like, just right. hit them up. Hey, man, like, that You're shit was close thousand. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit nine on, well, the, that- on the keyboard. Like, 900 times you got 900 likes. You're good. There you go. There you go. You know, and they're actually getting they're getting rid of the likes. Have you noticed your Instagram? Yes. Yeah. yeah it's like you know Don and others likes this. Yeah. And I guess it's the you know it's the um and it's interesting because someone asked that again at, at PRI in one of the seminars. They're like, well, you know, I I base everything on likes. I'm like, well, good luck with that, Charlie, because they're getting rid of that. You know. And they're like, well, why are they doing that? I'm like, I think it has to do a lot with. To be honest, like mental mental health and social yeah, media like and bullying kids' yeah. lives, right? Like people get sad. Even adults are like, "No one like this," you know. But they here's, here's the thing: like, if that person's worried about, oh, I base everything on likes. All you got to do is click on it, and they'll tell you how many right. likes. You have. So, if if they're looking for stats or whatever, like you can still do it. But it's yeah, right. You Other people, it. it's not a status thing anymore. It's more of a, a you know, analytics. Major. Analytics, Matrix, whatever. You know it. Metrics. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Lane, Lance. It's all the same. It's all the same. All right. So let's let's jump on. Alexa, the- Alexis. It's all the same. Alexa, Alexis. It's all the same. Hey, you'll answer. Don, my name's not Alexis. <laughs> all right. So let's jump off the deep end here. Make things really, really awkward. So, Jeanette, let's sure. talk about things... That are a struggle for females in motorsports. Let's. You want get... my honest answer? Or do you want the answer that everyone else has been telling you the last ten years? Hell no, 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 no! I want the honest ones. Okay, so, all right, so maybe like ten years ago when we started Car Chicks, like, you know, there wasn't a lot of other women groups or like women initiated stuff. It was actually really hard for me to find content to write on my website, right? So let's just fast forward now. Like, that's not happening. Like, there's plenty of things for women in motorsports. There's no need for necessarily some kind of independent women-only thing. Um, you know, I mean, we do do, like, I don't want to sound like hypocrite because we do do, you know, our car chicks, ladies only drag races. A lot of it's on entry level. Like, a lot of these gals, they just come out to, you know, check it out and see if they like it. And then all of a sudden, by next year, they're racing, you know, every other weekend arguing with their husband about who's going to race the car, right? And so... Like, do I think like uh, there needs to that there's uh, some big pushback for women in motorsports? Not at all. Um, was there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think thing, things have changed, and I think instead of like you know talking about how things were 10, 15, 20 years ago, we need to like move on with our lives and let's mm-hmm. talk about where we're going to go. And if I'm going to be completely honest, I think that the biggest challenge that women in motorsports face right now is other women. Does that surprise you? It doesn't surprise uh, I, I like, 
I like that answer because I, my question, my question to you, with you being so like, you know, car chicks and, you know, women and everything, do you feel like sometimes that women, like it's been done, you know, like, you know, because a lot of, a lot of these girls or whatever, they think, oh, I'm a racer. So I, you know, I should get special treatment, but yet they're out there preaching. I just want to be like the boys. Right. And it's like, okay. You know, I, I, I could care if you're, you know, boy, girl, whatever is in your racer. Like if you put the helmet on, like, it's cool. Like that's right. awesome. You're chasing your deal. But like, do you feel like sometimes that the, the girl thing is they should just all, I mean, everybody should just, it's whatever. There's the luster of like, Oh, well, the only female in X sport. Well, there's females everywhere now. So it's like, right. People that are trying to sell that, oh, well, I'm a female in racing motocross or I'm a female in racing NASCAR or drag, like, yeah, there's 20 others at that same local track doing the same thing. Like, right. And, and I think that you know, female racer, she's like any real racer doesn't want to be treated any differently from any other racer, whether it's a man, woman, whether, you know, they're black, white, purple. I mean, it does not matter. Right. right. And, and I that's also the way it should think, be. Right, exactly. And I also think that no one wants no one wants to have the woman card played on them. And so any again, real racer would never be like, Well, I'm a woman, I want to be treated differently. I, I just I think that there's like, you know, two different kinds of things happening here. I think that there's you know, again, like so like <clears throat> car chicks ten years ago, there was like no there was nobody else doing this right now if you look you go google you know girl car clubs women in motorsports there's like there's a dime a dozen there's one born every day and i remember at first i'd be a little taken back by it but then i'd I kind of would laugh about it because i was like all right i give them six months or i give them a year because this is actually this is hard work it is hard work being out there pumping the pavement promoting something and putting something together and you know let the strongest survive i don't know and but then there are there's like maybe one or two like okay they've been going on and around for a couple of years and we actually all know each other and support each other which is what it's about but never um, you know I I don't think anyone would want to be treated differently or be um, I'd want to win because I won I don't want to be well she just won because of this or we gave her something extra or. You know, like, I know I joke because I'm 5'2", but I honest to God, I want a footstool next time I go talk at these things next year. So whether that's me asking for something extra. Um, but yeah, the... the <laughs> no, because I'd probably ask for the same thing. How tall are you? I'm just curious. I'm like 5'7". Okay. Well, we all guys lie about their inches. About five. <laughs> but yeah, no, no real, like, no... No real racer, real woman wants to, they would, they would actually like agree to play the female card. And that's not right. And if you are doing that, like knock it off, man. Yeah. I Don't like on that. the, on the marketing side, like I've been in meetings before and it would be like, you know, there'd be, be people on the board or whatever be like, Oh, like we should go with this person because they're a girl. And I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah. But they, they have a better following right. or whatever because they're a girl. And I'm like, well, is that going to sell any more products? No. No. So they may get more likes because, what you know, they're a beautiful girl. Like, that's great. Cool. But just because it's a man, like, it's it's a very touchy, like, some people right. think of it like that. And, I, you know, if it's going to be a level playing field, let it be a level playing field. Like, right. 
you know. You know, Don could probably sell more black tires. Racers <laughs> tires. <laughs> I mean, he looked he looked pretty good in a bikini standing next to that. I'm just saying, not a chance uh, in hell. Uh, <laughs> what is, is white head? <laughs> you know, I love that you brought this up though, because I actually just had this conversation literally at PRI with um, one of my friends who's on uh, a TV show. I'm not going to say which one, but it's not Street Outlaws. Um, but we had this conversation about oh, no, <laughs> no, um, about his following and one of his, like a couple of his co-hosts followings. And, you know, uh, you know, his following is, is, is huge, huge. Like he does very well. And, you know, one of the co-hosts, she happens to be a woman, great woman. I've, you know, I've met her a number of times. Fantastic. Her following is super, super huge. Like at least like five times the amount as his. And, but when it comes down to like analyzing some of this data, like from what I understand, it's just like, I don't want to discredit any of her followers, but his followers, like they get, um, they seem as more real and authentic. Yeah, what's as the conversion to, rate? Right. As opposed to hers, it's like a lot of people that aren't in the industry that aren't going to convert into customers that have, that don't care what product you're holding, you're sponsored from, or you're selling. They just want to follow you because you're a hot chick. They don't even care about the car racing aspect of it. And I'm so I'm not trying to, again, play the girl's card, but this is true. Don's, getting, Don, Don's like winding up for his, uh, his pitch of his rant. <laughs> hey, take your sweatshirt off so we can see your t-shirt. Don's running. The moves. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you don't pull up the shirt, too. <laughs> yeah, no, do- I don't want no double chins. Double chin, double chin. <laughs> yeah. No, I. it is one of those things that is an extreme to try to communicate or explain or break down or to, to separate when you're talking to companies and they, you know, let's say... They have these brand ambassadors or these representatives of, of their product line or their umbrella products. And they've got, you know, 300,000 followers. And all you got to do is put them in a, put them in a bikini or a gym workout fit or whatever the case may be. And they've got, you know, 150,000 likes. You put them in a flannel shirt and give them a freaking axe and tell them to chop down a freaking tree and they get you know 500 likes or you you know want them to talk about like intelligently talk about something um that they weren't prepped on or prepped for if you will with talking points and so forth and it's it is it's difficult and at times uh you know like you mentioned Jeanette and cam as well it it doesn't make the playing field level because there's somebody in there that's looking and thinking that that uh, impression number uh, that's very, very large uh, and probably more than likely inflated is. Well, that's it, happened. That's happened to me before. Like I've had a sponsor ask me, well, so-and-so has got this many followers or whatever. And how come you only have what you have? And I'm like, do you want me to answer that correctly? Or do you? Politically, you know, and it's like, and I, I'm, again, you're, you're not hating. It's just the facts. Like, right. I mean, but I could probably sell X brand more than that person, whether it, whether that person was a boy or a girl, like it doesn't matter. Like, but 
you know, and here's why I can sell that, you know, because that's why you should pick me versus that person, whether it's a, a man or a woman. But, but yeah, it, it's, it happens a lot, a lot. Yeah. It's, that's the biggest thing, not biggest thing, but one of the challenges that in today's age in the marketplace that females do have, they have an advantage over males when it comes to social media and and you, it's and not you, necessarily their fault, though. No, 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 absolutely, right. no. Because I'm, I'm not hating on it either. No, I'm just, I just want to be clear about that. No, absolutely yeah. not. Not, either. not their fault. Uh, just look at it from our our numbers. Yeah. When you're in a sport, I say sport being drag racing, but let's just say, you know, a, an arena. Um, when you're talking about motorsports in general, let's go all the way around. Motorsports is an 80% number of males. And so that's the majority. And then you make the minority, the female, not spectators. I mean, competitors. So that's even your draw. You know, you're really driving it down to a smaller number and they're involved in the sport. So now you have 4% of females for 80% to be able to see or focus on. Um, And so that's a very small number and makes it very easy uh, to hone in on that and makes it very noisy for the other male racers or male competitors, regardless of what sports sanction it is, whether it's IMSA or, you know, drag racing or NASCAR or ARCA or motocross, monster energy, whatever. Um, That all becomes a challenge. And so, I believe, I have no problem saying it, females have an advantage when it comes to utilizing that median uh, of platform for advertising and marketing. They have an advantage. And if you don't, if you're a male racer and you don't think that they do, when it comes down to just numbers, you're living in the dark and you need to get somebody to buy you a light bulb. Are, are we selling light bulbs today, Don? Uh, um. That'd be thousandbulbs.com. <laughs> Tell Jeff Foster that I sent you. And uh, put in, put in the promo you code. No, don't put the promo code. <laughs> and, I, and, I totally, and I totally see what and I, I agree and I totally see what you're saying about the, you know, like <clears throat> we stand out. Women in motorsports, we still stand out because there's, you know, all you guys, I, I don't want to sound like, jerk saying this all you guys look alike then here we come in there you what know? do you mean we all we all <laughs> wear black black hoodies black t-shirts black pants and black shoes and a black hat come on i, I wear the same thing but my legs look like way better um <laughs> but at the no, you got i don't me. know the answer oh, to that but i'm not gonna argue <laughs> <laughs> now, oh well this is where i was going with this so interesting concept though so a number of years ago remember when elaine larson started the all-female jet team mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you ever talked to her about that no so i i asked her i was like all right so like what what like made you do this this was great we're at the world series drag racing in cordova prior to getting moved to memphis when it was still like yeah um so we're we're there and she was like you know what she did this post on social media saying hey i'm looking to add like this jet car team and you know what i want these candidates to do it was real simple like you know fill out this application and send me a video explaining you know why you want to be a jet car driver and then we'll select you know a handful of them the only people that actually like did exactly what the requirements were, which weren't much, like send me a message, application, and video, they just happened to all be women. 
all the guys sent her a message saying, hey, dude, I want to drive a jet car. Well, I mean, come on. So let's just talk hate. Well, I think it was just a matter of like, and I'm not saying all guys or girls are like this, but I think it was just a matter of just executing and being passionate. And they actually like, they got, you know, jet car rides. It was kind of amazing. No, so that's, I, I can, I, I did a program at my previous employment, kind of the same thing. And you'd get, you could tell who, I mean, yeah, there was a lot of guys and girls, but they would apply for the sponsorship, but you could tell who, I mean, there was guys that, that put in a, a good effort as well, but the girls did, you know, even if they were, you know, racing slot cars, you could tell that they actually cared of what they were right. typing into the application versus some other people that are just like, <laughs> you know, my name's Steve, <laughs> you know, like what if my I want to drive and I, <laughs> and I've won 900 times at my local track, you know, Versus actually making a video or like actually following the directions and reading what you're supposed to do. Right. <clears throat> All right. So we've uh, actually had you for two hours, only <laughs> one hour recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping up for you, Jeanette. Sure. Where are you going in 2020? Where's the vision for your company? What's your next level? What are you scaling to? The so some things that are in the works, like, you know, as we're talking about the women in motorsports and what I, I think women, we started this transition about two years ago, right? And that's why we're implementing like the, the battle of the sexes and the junior dragsters and everything like that. Like there's, there's a transition that is going to happen if it hasn't happened already. Like we've been trying to stay ahead of it, but coming in 2020, in addition to car chicks events, um, in addition to us just traveling more and more, um, I'm actually in talks with about three different opportunities right now to actually just put on a full-blown event, not not directed towards any gender or sex, and um, it's going to be great. I can't really release any details about it yet, but um, one looks like it'll be in the Midwest, one down south, and possibly one somewhere else. So that's um, that's that's what we're working on. We're working on... We already like started booking events for this year. I am happy to announce to everybody, except I, I don't think Cam's really going to care because it's it's freezing cold with fifty five degrees over there. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> well, you got car chicks hoodies. I got to get one for my wife. <laughs> we do. You can go on carchicks.com. We have hoodies. We got all kinds of stuff uh, for guys and gals. By the way, our number one seller is uh, your car was so much faster on Facebook right now. So that's Ooh, a good one. I like that. Um, but, we are getting on the road in a couple of weeks here to go to the U.S. Nationals down in Bradenton. And then we'll just be kind of living off the land in Florida for a week and then go to Lights Out 11 with Duck X Productions and Boss, Boss X and then come up to Race Performance Expo and then be home for about a week and then take off again. So that's our schedule so far. Very um, nice. Very nice. Yeah, you yeah. Uh, actually put on an event at Chicago this year at the Nationals. We did. So we had Card Chicks Grudge Match, the very first ever. Um, it was actually pretty interesting to get approached by NHRA in round 66 that they, had, well, to NHRA to even know who I was, that was kind of impressive. Um, but they it had me bring two of my fastest small tire trade radio gals out. I had Georgina Buckley with her 2004 Ford Mustang uh, nitrous powered car. And then I had Leah Oaks with her 78 Ford Fairmont station wagon turbo let's let leo that thing is so cool and uh yeah we had a grudge match we 
lived at the track for the week and we raced with all the superstars on 66 and uh, it was a great time. So we hope to come back again in 2020. We'll see. So 2020 is going to be going to be pretty amazing. And for some some somehow in the last two years since I quit my job, all of a sudden this stuff just started just taking off like wildfire. And um, that's good. Still stopping ahead. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, well, if you're at Race 66 this year, be sure to come by and say hi. If, absolutely. Uh, you see my name on the entry list, for sure. <laughs> it, may or may, it may or may not be there at this point, but uh, yeah. I like you, don't have any, you don't have any finals around then, right? School's yeah. out. No, it's in July, no. I think. Yeah. yeah, I'll be off for the summer. I'll be, I'll be living in my motorhome. I told, actually, I told Angie the other day, I was like, you know, like in July, like, I think I'm going to do the Western swing and I'll just take Jet, our son with me and you can just fly in and whatever. And I'll take the super cop car and she can race. And she's like, really? You're just going to like go? I'm like, well, yeah, I don't work. So <laughs> I don't have a job. I mean, I don't have a job. So yeah, why not? She's like, hmm, okay. All right. What are you going to do with the baby? I'm like, he's going with me. We're going to put him in his car seat and we're going to go. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm like, he'll be too. He's fine. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he's self-sustainable. He'll be fine. I had a slack yeah, in the bathroom. Go, good. Yeah, he'll be fine. Keep the Coors little... Light cold. <laughs> yeah, he already knows how to do that. Go get dad a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to pull over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Jeanette, so we're going to let you go, but got three things to do before we let you go. First and foremost, tell everybody where they can find you. Sure. Cartchicks.com, C-A-R-C-H-I-X.com or Cartchicks spelled the right way. We're on Facebook, Instagram, all over social media. And uh, we plan to have our official schedule released um, in a couple of weeks here. So right before our Race and Performance Expo that's in Schaumburg, Illinois, it'll be out. Very nice. Okay, so parting shots. We do two things here. First and foremost, you get to give one Christmas card away to anyone in motorsports. Who is it? Really? Oh, my God. Good Christmas card. A good Christmas card. I don't know. So are you really going to send someone a Christmas card? No, no, it's kind of no, a joke. No. <laughs> oh, we can't afford uh, to, to print T-shirts, let alone send Christmas cards to all our for all our guests. So please, you know, what? I would probably, I'd probably send one to Alexis DeJora just to say, like, "Welcome back, 2020, baby." There yeah. we go. Very nice. Yeah. All right, all right. Alexis, not Alexa. Alexis. Yeah. Alexis. <laughs> I don't Make think sure I, I don't think we're ever gonna get her on the show because I screwed her name up. Nonetheless, no, up. Yeah. yeah, and that would have been she would have been awesome too because she's you totally know she'd be in an awesome interview. All right, second and final question for you before we let you go: You get to send one WTF card to anybody in motorsports. Who are you sending it to? <laughs> um, who I would really no send it to? No pressure. Um, I don't know. And don't worry. Nobody's There's only listening. like eight people that listen to this. So yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And three of them are on the call. So. Yeah, so five uh, other people. Yeah. Oh, oh, I would send it to the, with, uh, the Black Wheelies, Toy Makers. Do there what? 
You have to say that again. You broke up. Yeah. I would send it to Toy Makers. WTF for their uh, uh, loss of talent leaving the PRI show. Oh, the Black Willies. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh. Wait a minute. That's who that was? Yeah. Toy Makers people? Well, that's the that's the car. Oh, shit. <laughs> so now Kim knows who it is. Oh yeah, I don't want to work with that guy. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, Jeanette, I greatly appreciate you taking time out and recording with us twice. Or, well, good. at least being on the show twice, but only <laughs> one recording. We all, we all. Only one one's time. actually going to air. Not yeah. sure if this one's going to make it. So, um. <laughs> absolutely, it's going to make it. I've had green lights on the screen the whole entire time. The second time around, that's good. So that's good. Well, I appreciate it, man. It's been fun. And thank you for the opportunity. And it was great seeing you at PRI. Absolutely. It was totally awesome. was. Please let me know <laughs> if there's anything that I can do to help your efforts. <laughs> um, likewise, likewise. And uh, look forward to uh, chatting with you again. Have a great Christmas. If you ever want to see a picture of a palm tree, just let us know and uh, we can make that happen too. <laughs> I hate yeah. you. Yeah, she can Google that. <laughs> she can Google <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Take Bye, care, guys. Jeanette. See ya. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Nothing cooler than having her on. She um, she's doing great things for the ladies of the sport. First and foremost, and second is that she's really doing a great job of making people better when it comes to the business and marketing world and motorsports. So, uh, two things that we definitely need to have go on. Absolutely. No, she's, uh, she, uh, it's the first time I've met her. Um, seems super cool. Uh, it's awesome that she's out there doing it and she jumped off the cliff and then decided to make this her career. And, you know, anybody that's making, making money and, and sustaining their livelihood through, you know, motorsports or, or their passion for that matter is, is, uh, it's a cool person in my book, you know, because that takes, that takes a lot of hard work and dedication to do something like that. And, uh, it's really cool to hear people that, uh, actually can make it happen. Yeah. Cause Lord Can't, knows we're never not could, doing it. Just remember that. Do what? Can't never could. Well, the more you say I can't, the more you never could do it. I don't know what kind of nonsense that is. Must be some storybook stuff. They read you on the West coast. Yeah. Anyway. My dad used to tell me that all the time. When I was a little kid. Yeah. Did you start telling Jed yet? Yep. Okay. Sure did. All right. We'll yeah. pass it on down the line. Heard All that. right. So just a few things. Did you hear? Have you heard the rumor patrol? Which one? Well, the rumors that I've heard. What are the rumors that I've heard? The rumors that I've heard is that there's going to be green and black back at JFR. I guess that's supposed to like be announced in the next couple weeks. Really? Mm-hmm. And rumor has it that Antron is going to own his own top fuel team this year. Heard that also. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, pro stock growing like weeds. I mean, just yeah. like getting out of control over there. The Quadra group is growing, multiplying. And uh, how about uh, the announcement of our former NHRA pro stock champ going full time? In the Gander Outdoors Truck Series, Mr. Tanner Gray. Oh, I did see that yesterday. Yep. Going to be teammates 
with the hottest social media person in NASCAR, Haley Deegan. Haley Deegan. Yeah. Yep. Made this that DGR team made the switch from Toyota to Ford. Yep. So that was a that. that was a pretty big deal this week. And there was one other thing that I had, and I am... I saved a bunch of, bunch of money on car insurance by switching to Geico. Did you see Geico being a major sponsor <laughs> in NASCAR no. this year? No. I'm a, I'm a AAA guy. Yeah, AAA because you're in uh, California. Yep. So good to support the sport there, and for they, sure. And they uh, put their marketing dollars in drag racing. So yes, yes, they do. And now Geico is spending their marketing dollars in NASCAR. Yep. So, uh, I don't think I have anything else. PRI was good. Missed you. Didn't get everything Sorry. done. Definitely did not get everything done that we needed to. Uh, had a lot of people talk about the podcast, though. That's Can amazing. That? I do. Cannot believe we've been going a year long. Oh, that's what it was. Let me slam my hand on the desk. Dude, I'm going to get with the SEMA folks, and we are going to re-record our trade show episode, and we are going to send that mug out like email blasts for like six months leading up to PRI, because <laughs> there are people that still do not get it. They don't. It's always going to be that way, man. Hoodies everywhere. Hoodies everywhere. And those are generally the people that complain that they don't have sponsorship. Everywhere hoodies. It wasn't even a racers and rental cars hoodie. That's what sucks. Like, if it was that, like, mm, I mean, yeah, at least they have good taste in podcasts. But it was, um, I don't know. I mean, we got shout outs across the board from other podcasts, Wes Buck and. And uh, the Dragzine folks, we you know, we're getting shout outs about our episode about trade shows and the do's and the don'ts and and people still did instead of don't. <laughs> I don't get it. I do not get it. Yeah. And we're going to talk about roller bags. <laughs> Those should be outlawed. A- absolutely. Absolutely. But do you know what I did enjoy so much this year about the PRI show is the number of service dogs that were in attendance. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't get to pet a lot of them, but I saw service dogs and I thought that was cool. Everybody can be happier when there's a doggy in the room. Hell yeah. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, I got... That's all you got? Now, I mean, we got. I have a company that wants to give a shout out for... For some holiday gifts, and they, they they can go they can go this weekend. This is gonna drop from now until the first, so you get a little you get a little like pass if you will, you get a little extension. Oh. Company called Grip Mat. I like their stuff. We use it on the car. It's an aviation material. Go to gripmat.com. Read about it. You'll never lose a tool again. It's awesome. It's just sick awesome. I'm going to do a uh, quick video. Sick from awesome. Sick awesome, dude. That's an SA. SA, uh, SA, baby. SA. Southern. Yeah. Sick awesome. That's, that's almost up there with, you know, 
PJ being a, a country and western singer. <laughs> <laughs> country and western slash wrestler. Uh, so, yes. So, if you go to gripmat.com, put in Don10, and you're going Ooh. to pick up a nice 10% discount on top of their holiday pricing and get that trio pack or anything that you want to order off of the website. And uh, you'll also be supporting a veteran-owned business, veteran Air Force guy, Tom Burden. Great story. Got picked up by off of Shark Tank by Mr. Thanks. Cuban. So, military to military. So, get your holiday gift there. And, uh, yeah, don't forget to use Boxo, Boxo Tools. Dustin said to tell you hello, Cam. Hated that you weren't there. So uh, He's one of my favorites. Yep. You can, love talking to him. Yeah. They have got some huge stuff. I know I posted some on my Instagram. The American flag screwdrivers are like awesome. I don't know that I would use them because, you know, you don't want to get the American flag dirty. Uh, however, I'd probably acquire a set. But PRI 10 on the Boxo website. When you check out holiday pricing over there as well, both of those companies giving away extra discounts to our racers and rental cars listeners. We greatly appreciate it. Christmas is coming. It's gift-giving time. Gift-giving time, my friend. Is they have Christmas down there in Australia? Hell yeah, they do. What do they call their holiday for Christmas? Um, Christmas. Are you pulling my leg? I don't think so. I'm going to have to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> they do celebrate Boxing Day there, though. Like Canada. Oh, God. Anything for you guys to have something to fight over. <laughs> Cam, dude, did you hear we're giving away an engine at the practice tree race in a few weeks? I did hear that. I, I might have to send in my ringer in order to win it. $25,000 engine somebody's going to go home with on January 18th, 2020. I could sure use that. 632 complete carb two pan. Out of the Oakley engine shop. Awesome. That's pretty cool. That's, That's cool. That will solidify us currently as the highest paid, paying practice tree race in the country. You fancy. I fancy. Trying to be. That. Trying to be. It's hard to keep up with you, Don O'Neill. Whatever. Work one hard, day, play hard. I will, one day I will make it to the top. Yeah, I told somebody the other day, I said, I feel like I was looking out like I was at Vegas. I'm standing at the starting line, looking out, seeing those mountains, going, man, that ain't that far away. Let me start walking towards that. Got it's not even that far. I could spit across there. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I'll drive. <laughs> I got to the end of the racetrack and went, man, what was I thinking? <laughs> not a chance. Not a chance. No chance. No All chance. right. Well, hey, Racers and Rental Cars store is open for your holiday gift giving as well. Please, yep. Please stop Just got by. got me a new hat. We got new hats. Color, yep. We got, we got coffee cups. We got some coffee, coffee cups. Coffee mugs, on. laptop holders, shirts, hats, hoodies. Got, got some stuff know. going on. A sick little jacket that you can get. It's cool. Yep. We've got some t-shirts like that say deep. Yeah. So it's... Ooh. Think, I think those should be done by now. I think maybe. Yep. So you can get your t-shirt that says deep. Mm -hmm. Hashtag deep. 
deep in 2020. Something like that. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Our creative department, they, we give them ideas and then they all sit around and vote about it and it's starting to be like the government. They don't get shit done. Oh, damn. <laughs> we'll Ryan's going to crawl through the phone and. We'll see how well that goes. Back that with it. We'll see how the meeting goes on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Cam. Glad to have you back. And, uh, glad to be back. We'll see you, uh, all. We will drop an episode for Christmas. We know y'all are going to be traveling. Catch up. I'm, I'm going to keep po- pumping away at the YouTube channel, getting our audio up, and we'll start having new clips up on the YouTube channel. But you can catch up while you're traveling the country to go see your loved ones. Hope we that you all travel safe. And Cam, get us out of here. Well, yeah, you pretty much did everything other than uh, saying thanks to uh, our sponsors, uh, Stupid Fast Racing. Uh, for all your apparel needs, aside from racers and rental cars, even though they do sell racers and rental cars as well. Uh, performance data systems, taught over at racepds.com for all your data recording needs. Straightway Marketing Media and Voice America, we uh, we appreciate uh, all the production and everything. And yeah, I guess uh, it's that time. I've been at this for like six hours now, so I'm going to go now. I need to go take some NyQuil. I'll see you later. Merry Christmas, Cam. You filthy animal. See ya. Later. Let's put it up for the weekend warriors. Tip it back for the ones who came before us. Give it all you got. Don't stop. It's not work hard. It's work hard.